Welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast, where being negative can be a good thing and being positive can turn the world against you. Hello, I am your HIV positive host, Miss Jennifer Lee Vaughn, and it is, um, I don't know, Saturday night, and I'm here in my updated studio. I, I bought panels because um, they're Owen was like, you've got to get the panels for the wall. So I got the wall panels. It was like 50 bucks for these. It was like all squished down and I unzipped it and they poofed up. They were all over the bed and fell on the floor. Um, I actually have way too many of them. So I, I'm probably going to like put them on the ceiling too. They're lightweight. I put them on with like this. If you're watching on YouTube, it's at Posley. You can watch my podcast on YouTube if you want. Um, I stuck them on with kind of this heavy duty sticker and hopefully it does not rip the wall off when someday I want to take these down but they're just stuck on with that and I've got them all around and um kind of well not up high but it doesn't matter because you don't need to see up there anyways but I might do the entire the entire room and you should see on this side right here to my left is the door to the bedroom but I wanted to somehow like mark the sound off so I um because the sound really wasn't good on the last podcast it just sounded too echoey there were like some people said it was fine but I felt like the room sounded uh open and echoey and it is a very open room and there's it is like you know wood floor or I don't know what you call that fake uh Home Depot flooring but it's uh laminate you know so it's not carpet in here so it would sound more open anyways I have a sheet Let's see if I can show you guys. This is kind of funny. I just don't want to lose the position of where the camera is. So I have this sheet right here. It's a bed sheet. So you can't really see it that well. But I, I tacked it. So genius. I tacked it on the ceiling, draping it down. So I have like a whole like a wall right here. Because I thought, should I buy like a, uh, you know, like one of those temporary walls or something um, that you get for, you know, I don't know, to like separate a room. And then I thought, because I need to hang more of these uh, soundproof panels, I don't have one right in front of me that I could hold up, but they're over on the bed over there. And I'm like so stuck behind a desk here. It's like a big effort to get away from the desk and get on the other side over there. So I'm not going to pull one off from the bed or off the wall. But anyways, um, they're lightweight. So I was thinking that I might even be able to stick some or pin some on this um, this sheet if I need more soundproofing this is a lot of discussion about soundproofing that isn't all that important but it's a new project for me and I just want to make sure I was doing the right thing here um okay before I go on I well, today I'm basically going to just read comments from YouTube I thought that might be kind of fun and name all the people who write to me and are who are so nice and supportive and um just people who have general questions I thought it'd be fun to just answer those um and I just wanted to just talk about really quick, um, Hydea Broadbent. So she is an HIV positive advocate. She was born with HIV. Um, her mother, I believe passed away. She was adopted. Um, she is now a, I believe 38, 39 year old woman. She's been on my podcast. Um, she was on Oprah years ago as a child talking about, um, you know, the difficulties of having HIV and getting sick and having AIDS and having pneumonia and all of that. And, very strong little girl, as she showed all of us back then. Um, and I, I remember, like, I remember seeing that episode clearly. And, um, and uh, anyways, she is on, she is currently on, um, according to H, uh, Maria HIV Mejia's Instagram, um, she's on life support right now. I don't know what's going on with Hydea. I just know that uh, she has not posted in a year. I know she had a lot of lives that were a little off, like she seemed a little bit, um, I don't know, she just wasn't acting all normal. Um, and she had a lot of people like commenting, like, I hope you're okay, I hope everything's okay. So I don't know what led to this. I don't know why she's on life support. I don't know what this means um, for her future. I just hope that she's okay. And I just wanted to, you know, at least put that out there that I'm sorry to hear that this has happened. And I, I hope that she's can pull through and we all wish Hydea well for sure um okay um I never did follow up with the car situation so I did bring my car to my mechanic Fernando who's been my I'm gonna fix this little 
thing happens doesn't affect the, the mic. Okay, um, I, he's been my mechanic since like, I don't know, 2011? Long time. Like, that's, what is this? Like, 12 years now. Um, and he's even moved locations in town. He's a family man, super nice guy. So I bring him the car. This is all about the bearing that they told me, the bearings that needed to be replaced. And someone even said they could even like make them dirty and then that would make the noise even louder. I had him, I met him one day. Well, I just went to his to his um, you know shop and he said, well, let me go take it for a drive, get in the car. So he drove, I was in the passenger seat and we drove down a street that's very steep and then it goes up very steep up. So he drove it quickly down the street and went up so he could hear. He had the window down so he could hear. And he said, yeah, it's, he did not feel that it had anything to do with the bearings. He did not feel in any way because some people wrote to me and said that I should get that fixed immediately, that it could be super dangerous. Basically that the tire could like break off or something. I don't know. Like I did, I looked it up too. And it was like nothing but bad news about bearings. Uh, he did not think that that's what it was. So he was like, um, you know, bring it in. We can move the tires around and see if that helps. I said, is this, you know, um, is it possible that it's like dangerous to drive it? He goes, no. <laughs> so anyways, I didn't even end up bringing it back because I just got lazy and I didn't do it. So, um, that's the latest with my car. Uh, Firestone can still eat a dick. I think that they're crooks and they made up a, you know, stupid diagnosis to get another thousand dollars out of me is what I think they did. And I will never ever go back to them or recommend them. I think they're probably like this wherever they are. I mean, mechanics in general are, it's like, you know, if you don't know about cars, it's easy to take advantage of people. Fernando in Watsonville, Fernando's mufflers, I do not feel that he has ever taken advantage of me. I feel like he's super honest. I've tried to bring him business while I have because my daughter's cars and stuff. Um, I just think that he's just, he's, there's just something about, you can tell with certain people, like he's not a crook. Like he's, he is, and he has to make a living, obviously. So he's going to charge what he needs to, but I always feel like he's reasonable. And I always feel like, I don't know. I just don't feel like he's taken advantage of me. It's like the best feeling. So I will always go to Fernando. I only had gone to Firestone because they had, uh, what does Fernando not do? He doesn't do new tires. I think that was what it was. I had gotten new tires there. And so because I had new tires there and got the alignment, they were like, I think the alignment was good for like, and they would do it again before another year was up, something like that. I had some kind of like, you know, warranty with with Firestone because I got the tires there because he doesn't do tires so that was the only reason I had gone there otherwise forget it I'll just go to Costco from now on I suppose um okay speaking of cars my son passed his well he passed his written test for driver's training in August and then it took me a month to get it organized but he did his first uh, training, like driving with an instructor, because that's what you have to do in California. You do like six hours. So he did the first two hours with this man, Stuart. Uh, and so he got dropped off after two hours and that was it. He was allowed to drive the car. I, there has not been one time in the, this week that Owen hasn't driven the car when we are together. I don't drive him anymore. He drives me. He has in one week, um, become a very good driver. Like I, I'm on my phone. I'm not even like watching really. There's been a couple things that I was like, Oh, you might want to slow down a little bit there. And he, then he gets like very sensitive because he, he wants to be doing it perfectly from the get go. But there's, you know, some stuff just takes a little bit of time, but for the most part, he's already been a great driver. And the other night I had to go back and forth. His school is eight miles away. So we drive, I drive there in the morning, drop him off. I go back and pick him up later in the evening. He had a practice thing. I had to go back for a third time. This was like a crazy day. And it was going to take longer uh, than he thought. It was like something to do with homecoming and they had to do this thing on the field. So I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go to the gym. And then uh, I'll pick you up after the gym. Just as I get home and change, and I'm just about to go to the gym, he calls. He says, it's over. I need you to come get me. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So this is my fourth you know, drive out to Aptos High that day. And so I say, okay, fine. So I go and get him. And then now it's getting, it's like 8.15. And the later it gets and closer it gets to nine o'clock, the more I am not going to go work out. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to start just feeling too tired. And I've been very good about going and running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I've been doing like a 20 minute run 
on the treadmill and then like a five minute walk. I just, I'm doing it because I had not been doing cardio for a long time. And I just, I wanted to do it because I don't, please don't anybody give me shit, but I wanted to lose six pounds. I've, I gained a little weight. Uh, I know I'm a thin person, but when I gain a little weight, it's like maybe seven pounds. I'll notice it in the top of my jeans. I spill over a little bit. I don't like the way that feels. So I nip it in the bud. I start eating healthy and I start exercising like every day, basically, until it goes away. And um, I've lost, um, I think I've lost six pounds. I, I'm sure I was... I don't want to say because I don't want anyone going, that's too thin. Well, I know my body. I know what I want to be. And honestly, six, seven pounds isn't anything that is a huge difference for other people to notice. But for me, I notice the difference in my clothes and everything. And then when I eat, I don't feel like I'm like a glutton sitting there with my stomach sticking out. It feels flatter again and all of that. So that's just me. It's how I like to feel. It affects my entire day otherwise. I And that's how I have stayed thin my whole life because I just... I can't handle the little bit of extra weight. So anyways, I've been really disciplined about running and um, I told him I want, I did not mean to go on that tangent about <laughs> losing weight, but anyways, I uh, said to him, you know what, instead of driving me home, because that would be another mm, five minutes back home and then back to the gym, I said, just how do you feel about dropping me off at the gym and then going home and then picking me up in like 45 minutes? And he said, yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's literally a mile away. So I said, but it was night, you know, and he has not driven alone yet. I said, okay. So I, he dropped me off at the gym. I jumped out of the car. I'm all, bye. And he drove my car home and then he texted me and he said, I made it. And then I, about a half an hour or 35 minutes later, I said, okay, I'm done. Come get me. And he came and picked me up. It was really fun. So new chapter in, uh, in Owen's life and mine too, because he will eventually be driving on his own. Oh my gosh. They don't put the, they don't raise the rate for the driver until the following like cycle. Cause Ryan became a driver this year also. So when I put her in as a, a permit driver prior to her getting her license, there's no extra fee. Um, it isn't until they get their license that they hike the rate up. So I just got my new rates for my insurance and I'm like, it is a thousand dollars more for the six month period, meaning for the entire year, it's $2,000 more than it had been at 2000. And it's already like it was for me and Joey and Ryan, it was about 1200 for six months. So $2,400 a year. It is now $4,400 for the three of us. So I called about it and they said, well, rates have gone up. There is a general rate increase that has affected everybody. So that is part of it. But they said, your daughter also became, I, I thought I was going to see the change when I told them that she needed to be on the policy because she was a driver of my car now because we were test driving her, not test driving, but she was practice driving with her permit. But then nothing changed then. I was like, oh, that that didn't hurt at all. Like I put her on my policy and nothing changed. It was easy. Well, I got the, I got the, uh, bill for the next payment period. And I was just like, uh, it says I owe $2,200. I usually owe that in like an entire year. I thought it was only six months. So I found out, yeah, it went up like an additional thousand dollars. So I don't know what's going to happen when Owen, starts driving because he's 16. Uh, thankfully, he has straight A's. So that hopefully will help. I heard that you could actually just show them the copy of the grades and that might help. I don't know. But um, and I'm going to check into other insurance companies because this is this is a lot. And uh, I cover my kids car insurance because my daughters are fending for themselves, paying rent and paying for their groceries. So like I'm taking care of their car insurance and their phones at this point. So yeah, but eventually they're going to have to pay for these things on their own. I don't even know when to set the limit. I, I, if I, I don't know. There has to be an age where I say, this is it. This is the age. You guys, no more after this. And I haven't done that yet. So I don't know. Okay, um, but I will figure it out. Okay, car insurance, Owen driving. Um, I've got some juicy stuff too. I will just throw this in there. So I got a, a message from a woman that had followed me on both my accounts. Um like three nights ago, I think. Um, and I let her follow me on my private account. I don't know why, because she just looked normal. 
and I just assumed that she uh, that she was local, and because she's a real estate agent, I just thought she probably like lives around here and like knows like one of like somebody that I know, like a parent through the community through Owen Bean and Sports or something. I just didn't even know. So I said yes, like sure. Then I get a message from her. <laughs> um, <laughs> huge bomb. She is my ex-husband's most recent ex. She broke up with the man that I was involved with for six years while I started all this advocacy. Uh, and she ha has suspects that he did do something unfaithful. Um, and anyways, we are like this. She is so nice. He has a type, that is for sure, because I like her a lot, like so much that I would literally take a trip with her somewhere. Like we have talked so much. Finn just knocked a pillow off the bed um, and compared a lot of notes and uh, had a lot, had the, all the red flags are the same. It's really crazy. So um, yeah, I mean, he may listen to this and know now that, yeah, uh, we're friends. <laughs> uh, you blew it, dude. Like you need to learn how to treat women right. And he doesn't. So anyways, um, I think my friendship with her will stick as will the one with his ex-wife. Like I'm friends with, we need a Facebook group. Honestly, the women that have been affected by this man. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say about that. But she's awesome. Super nice lady. We are so similar. And I know that I have helped her in this situation that she's in right now because it's all fresh and she's dealing with a lot uh, because this was somebody that she had wanted to have a future with. Um, they've been, they were together like seven months, I think. Um, anyways, just crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, let's see what else. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a, somebody that I had seen like two years ago. Um, yeah, PE teacher. And then he had kind of like asked about me going with him to Seattle to see Springsteen, but then I couldn't end up going because the plane ticket, couldn't be put in my name. And then I never heard from him again. Remember how that was like really weird? Well, I've seen him because we work for the same school district. So we were, and we've had a little texting since then, but we did see each other at a, like a back to school teacher day. And I told him that I'd asked his colleagues if he was single. I said, so I hear you're not single, but we did, we talked and he, you know, he mentioned something about my hair. It was interesting. Like we had, we had a good conversation we hung out all during like we're supposed to be in these like classes and we were like in the pickleball class but we actually just stood off to the side and talked um anyways i he was in a, he was in a relationship so i was like ah okay well at least it was like i put it out there that i was still interested if ever he wasn't uh, in a relationship so i now work at the school right next to him so there's an elementary school and then all of those kids eventually go to the middle school right across the street so he works at that middle school he's been there for years and years like 25 years um and, um, anyway, so like in the first day of school or the second day, I texted him cause I could see him on the playground on his school. He had his kids lined up. Maybe it was a week after school started. And I just said, I see you like, and cause I've worked for him and with him cause I have, uh, subbed for his PE colleagues. And so I've worked with him at that school. Um, have I actually subbed for him? I don't think I've subbed for him, but I've subbed for the women that he works with. So anyways, we've had banter back and forth here and there. Um, and he's written to me a lot because he is a high school football coach for a different high school here in town. He used to be a varsity high school football, football coach at my son's high school for like nine years, but um, his kids are out of high school. It was back when they were going to high school and stuff. So he knows all of the coaching staff that my son currently plays for, which is just a trip. Like it's kind of a trip. I mean, he's like, everyone knows him anyways. So I, um, I, uh, yeah, he wrote to me. I don't know how much I want to say. Anyways, he'd like to see me again. He's single. He became single like in the last three weeks. And, um, so we're going to see each other soon. So he was at, he was at my son's game last night. He said he was going to drop by. So then I see him, I'm with my ex-husband and my daughter and he's right in front of us on the sidelines. And he's talking to like Owen's coaches. Cause these are like his friends. Like he's, these are his colleagues, but he was in a flannel and like a beanie and his jeans. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like he's my age, nice beard, like a 
like, I don't know, I love his beard. It's like not long. It's just like, maybe it looks like a two weeks worth, but it's like got gray in it. So he's very attractive. Um, he has his hair, like he's a good looking guy. Um, like probably six one, I'd say. Um, anyways, I sent, I took a picture of him and I said, I see you, <laughs> you're right in front of me. But he knew I would be there with my, my ex and my, uh, daughter. So he wasn't going to like come and say hi, but he said, he told me earlier, good to know. Um, you know, and let's, you know, figure out a time to see each other. So yeah, that's coming up. That's coming up. That was two years ago this time, two years ago that, uh, yeah, he, ha he kind of got cold feet. It had nothing to do with my diagnosis. He does know about my diagnosis. It had to do with the fact that he was fresh out of a very long term marriage, like 24 years. And he kind of got a, he kind of got a little, like, he just got unsure about what, about his I don't know. I guess he felt guilty about us because we had been together and I don't know. So anyways, obviously he's past that because he's had a couple relationships. I'm pretty sure since uh, one for sure, but I think two since he and I hung out two years ago, but we do cross paths a lot. So, um, and it's fun. Like we're, you know, it's fun. Like I, I really do like him. He's a, he's a nice guy. So yeah, it'll be fun to see where that goes. I don't know. Um, and I also plan on seeing my, um, the man that I ha got that tattoo. I didn't get the tattoos from him. He's a tattoo artist. The one that I, uh, dropped the acid with seeing him, um, this coming weekend. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's go ahead. And I think that was all I was going to say as far as catching up here. Okay. Where is my mouse? There it is. Let's get on to the comments from the last video, um, from Kaiser. So I don't know. So Kobaya, she, is that really a name? Kaiser's? I don't know. There's a, that's a long name. Um, they say, why are you surprised and shocked? This is about the substitute teacher who had that racial rant. Um, why are you su surprised and shocked about the ra racist teacher? Teaching Hispanic kids for 50 years does not make you non-racist. Many racists are married to minorities, have friends who are mi minorities, date minorities, etc. Everyone knows this. They do? Like, <laughs> if you're a racist, you might be married to somebody of a different... Um, a different ethnicity than you. I mean, I don't know. Everybody knows this. I didn't. And that was an interesting uh, viewpoint. So they think that even if you work with Hispanic kids for 50 years, um, that's not how long she's worked with them, but that you can still be racist. I, I really never sensed that about her, but I mean, clearly she was. Um, this is from my friend, Misty Diane. She says, I would move from Washington before winter. This is in regards to my friend who's coming uh, this next week, snow sucks to drive in. I remembered the Owen thing with Smash Mouth. Uh, yeah, I had talked about that way back in the day when that happened, when he was um, crying and lost his mom. Um, how has it been that long? She says, the teacher probably won't be accepted in any school district locally, at least because of that going viral. You haven't said or done anything to go viral in a negative way in, in regards to my social media. It's definitely a good eye-opener to tread carefully in the future. I love the new setup. I thought the lighting was fine. Sound too. I don't think the sound was good though. If you're worried about the lighting though, maybe put one of those tall corner lamps in the corner of the room would be enough and it should put a, it shouldn't put a terrible glare on your, on your glasses. Well, my glasses are brand new and I actually bought the glare resistant lenses so that I don't, the light doesn't do anything. Look at that. I'm looking right into a light and you cannot even see it. Um, I do have a light in the corner over here, this shitty little, um, Ikea light. So, and I've got my, my salt lick over here, lamp. So I think the lighting's fine. We don't need a lot of light. That's for sure. We don't need extra light because I don't need you to see how many wrinkles I have. Um, and then she did say also, Miss Diane said, I saw the pictures. That was in regards to the pictures that had popped up on the YouTube video that were from a prior, uh, 
podcast that had nothing to do with what I was talking about. And she said, and was so confused why they came up. I was driving while watching and listening. Then she just put a laughing face. Um, JCK2030 says, I watch your videos all the way through. Thank you. And she says, when I saw the pics and knew they were from the, from the prior videos, I just shrugged it off and laughed. It's something I'd do. Um, cat scratches. That's good. I'm glad people noticed that and was like, oh yeah, she kind of messed up, but oh well. Um, cat scratches can really cause some nasty infections. By the way, her hand is totally healed. Uh, look up cat scratch fever. Oh, I mean, I know. I, I'm very well aware of cat scratches. I've had cats my whole life. So yeah, they, they can be very bad. Glad It said, glad Joey is doing much better, but it was actually Ryan. Um, I'm really over overhearing all Trump voters are racist a-holes and all Biden voters are all stupid liberal sheeple. What happened to it's okay to respectfully agree to disagree. Yeah, what happened to that? It's okay to agree to disagree. I'm an equal opportunity. Many politicians have agendas that further their career, their own careers and aren't in our best interests. I'm not a racist just because I don't agree with illegal immigration. I'm not a sheeple, li sheeple liberal because I was fine taking some extra precautions to try and at least slow down the spread of COVID. I, I love everything she's saying. I have a husband who has MS and is immunocompromised. I never told anyone anything. I never told anyone else what they should do. And I appreciate the same consideration. Totally. I mean, if we all like the same things, what a boring world this would be. So true, JC. I agree with everything you said. Uh, Rachel says, uh, 3789, I know so many Trump supporters who are conservative. Well, that is, I mean, yeah, I guess they all are supposed to be and would never act the way that lady did. Uh, she, well, she's, Oh, I get it. She's saying, cause she's definitely not a Trump supporter. Um, so you're basically saying, I get it. You're saying like, uh, that would be something that you would expect from a Trump supporter who is conservative. Um, right. And yeah, she did act that way. The media has it twisted. Uh, the media has so much twisted. That is for sure. Um, mom and no mom in Nasir. I'm trying my best. 7548. I've tested positive and I'm four months into the treatment, but I keep getting pain and joints and cold sores once in a while. Is that normal? Talk to your doctor. Somebody says maybe they'll, they need to check your CD4 count once a month. Uh, true. I can't help with that. I mean, all I can tell you is that get tested and, and get on your medication. I don't know why you'd be having a uh, pain and your joints or cold sores. Cold sores don't have anything to do with uh, HIV. Uh, that's herpes. Uh, Hamad F. Fun says, hi, I wish for you all the best. Thank you, Hamad. And then Mark says, is it unlikely as a male to get HIV from a female during vaginal sex? Well, Mark, I mean, if you know anything about me, that would be a very easy question to answer. Um, yeah, it is very, very unlikely, Mark. In fact, I just had on my Instagram yesterday from my women's group for HIV positive women. One of them had written that they're really frustrated. They feel discriminated against as an HIV positive woman because they don't have the services that the gay men have who are HIV positive, including support groups. And then a bunch of the women chimed in about the fact that they don't have support, support groups and it's basically all gay men and they feel very... Um, they don't feel like they're they they're included. They don't feel comfortable. Uh, and one place even told this one woman that she basically wasn't welcome. It's for gay men. So okay, my point was uh, from after reading that is I posted it and I said, you know, I'm um, do I really need to like? Isn't it like obvious enough? Like there's no there's no groups for hetero men. Okay, there's no hetero men HIV positive groups. There isn't. You might find something online, but this doesn't exist anywhere out and like going to somewhere in person, nor do female groups for the most part. It is very hard to find a female group because we don't, we barely exist. We're so spotted everywhere. So that's why hence I have my online group because it's online and we can be a part of something. We don't have to be in person, but doesn't it just say enough that the in-person groups are all gay men? Like, doesn't that just tell you everything you need to know? Does, does it not? Do I really, really need to like point out what is going on here? It's, it's, this is coming from gay men. It's gay men give it to other gay men and 
men who are on the down low are having gay sex with gay men and getting that, getting HIV and giving it to women. And we are not giving it to men. Otherwise, there would be tons of groups for hetero, hetero men. Don't you think hetero men, like the patriarchy around here, like, don't you think they would be the first served? There, there's nothing. There's no hetero groups for HIV positive. Uh, there's no, yeah, there's no groups for HIV positive men who are hetero is what I'm trying to say. And there's a reason for it. And there's a reason why when you watch all these commercials for HIV medication or PrEP, you look like you're watching a drag show. I mean, or there are black women who are walking with a black man because in the South and the East, those women are at higher risk because the rates of HIV are so much higher in the, in the East and the South. And so they want these women to basically be aware that they may need to be on PrEP because the rates are so high and there's a lot of DL action. There's a lot of this has to do with how people are raised, religion, how they're not allowed to be their true authentic selves. So they have to go and do basically secret private sex. So no one knows what they truly want. And then they bring that back to their women. I'm not like, I, I don't, I can't believe like, it's funny when I have, when I spell this out to people, people can't believe it. Yet they, they always remember who was dying in the, in the eighties and the nineties of HIV and AIDS. It was not hetero men. It was gay men. Like nothing's changed. And this is not to say that it's like a virus that's specifically zoning in on gay men. It is specifically because of how they do it. And that's, that's, that's it. I was gonna say that's the bottom line. <laughs> Poor choice of words. But it is, it's basically the trans, the, the way that they do it is high risk because of the, the, possibility of tearing that's that's it and so it's the bottoms that get it and of course women were were the bottoms always um if you're an insertive partner your risk is much lower especially with a woman but you could be an insertive partner with a man and have a ton of really rough crazy sex which they do sometimes gay men i hear like to have sex a lot a lot a lot a lot i know i'm not crazy by saying that because men in general are here to repopulate that's what their job is so yeah if they want to do it they're going to do it all day long they do it a lot i know i i i've been informed by enough gay men to know that they banging a lot. So yeah, maybe it's not always um, as smooth. So maybe the skin might get torn. I don't know, on the penile. But you know what? On a woman, more than likely no. So okay, that's my two cents about that. Um, I put a few TikToks out on my YouTube and I had some comments on those. So let's get to those. Uh, this guy just said, thanks God. And then a bunch of hearts. I don't know that that was to me, but you know, I, I'll heart it back. Anyways, someone says dating is hard, HIV or no HIV. Um, this guy just says, um, I'm confused. That's because I did a video about how I can't transmit it sexually. Um, and this one said, but others do cute. Okay. I don't know what that meant. I will heart it and move on. I swear there was more comments than just that. Let's go on to the other TikTok that I had. The one about being back from the dead. I think I had some comments on that one. Um, wish you full recovery. You don't have to wish. It's already happened. Someone says that is good that I went from AIDS to just HIV positive undetectable. So happy to see you recovered. Great ma'am. And this is good. I'm getting a chance to heart these two. Um, if they can do that, then they have cured it, but just want money. Somebody says, yep, obviously. And someone says, that's not how science works. So sorry to ruin your conspiracy. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, illegal immigration doesn't help bring bringing all the seasons back to the USA. They're literally spraying the streets of New York for disease yesterday. Look it up. Uh, that was from Timothy McCrary. I'm not going to like that because I don't know what he's talking about. So we're just going to leave that one <laughs> and let it just sit there. Um, let me just go to my comments in general see if I missed anything. Um, it says the Tinder facts go something like this. This is from my HIV karma is a bitch uh, TikTok that I did with the Stevie Nicks song or the Fleetwood Mac song about 
my ex Eric who gave me HIV having to take Jen Voya, which sounds like my name, Jen Vaughn. Um, that video is done really well. It has like 11,000 views or something on YouTube. Anyways, this someone says, uh, the Tinder facts go something like this. 75 to 85% of the women on Tinder will have unprotected sex with her match soon after meeting up. Wild. Oh, it's so wild. What about all the men that like 100% of them are not using condoms? Get over yourself. Uh, no name crown 5510. So annoying. And then, oh, I get the, of course, the should have used condoms. Okay, Blue Sky 8124. Thanks for that. Heads up. Um, someone just put cope. I don't know what that means. Uh, someone says strange flex, but okay. Um, someone says promiscuity is never good because, of course, that's what it was. I was in a relationship, but you know how it goes with HIV. People have their preconceived ideas, which is fine. I did too. I did too. But it all it is that you had sex and everyone has sex and everyone has unprotected sex at some point. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't all be here. Uh, is this supposed to be a flux of some twisted sort? God, I didn't read all these yet. This is, um, no, it wasn't a flex. It was just a fun TikTok video. That's all. But y'all on YouTube don't get the TikTok uh, like uh, humor. And so the people on YouTube they're just not accustomed to seeing some of the TikTok stuff. They don't get the TikTok trends. So then they say stuff like, is this like a weird flex? Uh, praying God's word of life over you. That is intense. Um, Eric Parrish, I lost interest in women several years ago. Well, good for you, Eric. Um, Steve Mean says, I am confused. You are not using protection and he not, he not even your husband? Um, yeah, Steve, a lot of people don't use protection before they're married. Um, Jace Hammer says, so he just gave it to you knowing he had it or he had it unknowingly then passed it on unintentionally because neither party tried preventing STDs, question mark. Big, big difference, all big letters. I love how everyone wants to teach me a lesson. You all need to calm down, Jace. Uh, either you never get laid, but if you do, I'm sure there's plenty of times you haven't used condoms. Um, Mr. Darkside1355, how is it karma if he had HIV before giving it to you? Question mark. Laughing face with the tears. Please explain. Um, well, it's karma because he's taken a medication that has to remind him of me every day, and he did give it to me. Some people just don't understand the story, but that's okay. Uh, that's why you don't sleep around lots of exclamation points because that's what I did. Didn't, but who cares? Even if I did, like, uh, we can all have fun. Like, there's no shame in having sex. Why is everybody so freaking uptight? Everyone's so damn uptight. So sad. This is why I'm single for four, four years now. So sad. So sad. People are sleeping around like crazy these days. It's so gross. And then someone puts same. Oh yeah, sleeping around is so gross. Having sex and being intimate is so gross. Ugh, why would you want to do that? Um, okay, maybe you should have had him tested before you slept with him. Thank you, Tim Roberts, 8206. You look like you are about 90 years old, and I think you've been in a basement for way too long. But thanks for the advice. Um, most people do not do that. And I've explained that story many times. I thought he had already tested um, someone put, oi, the name of the pill and your name are similar. That's the karma. Finn, don't start whining. I'm not done yet. I'm done soon. Uh, someone says, should have dated me. Why would you love someone that gave you HIV? Boy, all these comments, like I, these are awful. I don't know. Be less morally loose. Someone says, then someone did the, um, the hand on the forehead and put good, good Lord. Unfortunately, you're probably only one of 15. Okay. Trust me. He don't remember your name. Like this is YouTube. This is, this is what I have to read on YouTube when I put a video out to try to educate the public. N not many people have like, uh, intelligent, nice things to say. They mostly just want to shit on you. Um, no such thing though. Read the Perth group papers. Congratulations on being the paranoid conspiracy theorist of the day. Someone said, um, D-A-F-A-Q. Don't give a fuck. I think that that's what they meant, but right? 
Defac? I don't know. I think that means don't give a fuck. I love your videos. Oh, finally a nice comment. Um, and find comfort in them. I am a heterosexual black male. Never thought about sleeping with another man, but had an affair with a sex worker the end of March this year and did 10, 10 fourth generation tests in these six months, all negative. But HIV PCR tests came back less than 20 twice. Once 80 day after and not today, 9, 29, 23, 167 days after the hookup, basically. Everything I read says I'm infected, but the doctor says it means negative, but then called me three hours later to set up an appointment Monday to discuss any questions I have. I'm going to go, but just want this over. I still will listen to your videos because you bring me peace about this, but just wanted to say the last fourth generation test was taken 913 23 it was negative the pcr was taken 926 23 it was less than 20 just for more data to continue so my my tests say less than 20 which means also zero he doesn't have hiv so he needs to go with what the doctor said, not go online and read Dr. Google. You know, he doesn't have HIV. H 167 days after you think like a piece of antibody, antibody I can't say the word, antibody test is going to show up um, negative and you're going to have HIV. No, that's not how it works. It just says, basically his paperwork says either not detected or undetectable and it'll say less than 20 copies meaning that there was less than 20 copies, meaning there was zero copies in his case. But he doesn't know that because it didn't say zero. So that's just the way it's read. It just says less than 20 copies. That doesn't mean that there was 19 copies there. It just, that's that's just how the lab report reports it. Anyways, he does not have HIV. Um, and then someone wanted to let me know, Toffee146, it's anyway, Jennifer, no plural. So apparently when I say anyways, because I think I've said that before, and I know I have. Um, it's not anyways. It's anyway. So that's uh, something I'm going to have to try not to do. Someone says, I have had 100 sex partners, and I'm negative of any STD or STI. That was from, well, Kara, LW82. So I don't know if that's actually Carl, but no, I think it's, I think it's Kara. I'm thirsty. Um, oh, someone said I was gorgeous. Let's like that one. It's Betty White in the picture, but it says Union Animal 24. Um, these are from some older videos. Um, yeah, let's see. Anything else interesting here? Um, I have a situation. I would like your opinion. I'm very scared. I feel like I'm about to lose everything important to me. I really need your help. So again, um, if you want my help, go to my link tree that is in every one of my podcast in the description and it's 20 bucks. You want to hear my answer? I will respond to you through Instagram. So you pick the route of payment you want to do. It's either Cash App, PayPal, or Venmo. PayPal is a little bit more because they charge like uh, a little extra and I'm not going to cover that charge. So you guys can if you want to use PayPal. Otherwise it's uh, Cash app or Venmo, and I usually can respond within an hour. I have never been wrong in seven years of doing advocacy and helping people out, um, you know, on the side. And um, I've just had nothing but positive experiences and people are very grateful. Um, someone says, I want Mary with you. I'm just going to heart that because that's kind of cute. Oh, no, I don't want to heart that because that was the same person who came up with the, he said he had a bunch of he had a whole plan on how he could get, get rid of HIV for me. And it started with like us thinking of something at the same time, something like that. And then he wanted me to drink something. It was like very strange. Um, someone, Nord Lion. Hi. J just want to say hi, Lee. Good morning. Let's have a breakfast. What am I? Let's have breakfast. I don't, I don't know anything about you. I don't even want to have breakfast with people I know. Like, I'm not going to have breakfast with a goddamn stranger. Are you kidding? And you probably live in Kentucky or something. That's a weird thing to write. Anyway. Um, oh, Bean J 580 says, 
I was 19 and literally created HIV symptoms. I thought God was punishing me, which I now realize is ridiculous for having premarital sex. I even had purple spots on my legs, of which I assume was KS, Carposi sarcoma, um, which is an AIDS-related cancer, skin cancer. I remember sitting in the bathtub crying and another appeared. The mind is a powerful thing. I was terrified and didn't get tested until I was pregnant, as scary as it is to get tested. Uh, as frightened as the result could be, it could also be negative, as in my case. Worst case scenario, you get treatment and see people like Jen thriving. That is right, girl. Give you a heart there. Um, yeah, there people make themselves sick. It's crazy. And I get the over and over with the questions about, you know, all the symptoms and I tell you, in my seven years of doing this, no one's come back positive. Nobody. And it's usually hetero men that reach out to me. Sometimes it's um, women. It's very rarely gay men. But even the gay men that have reached out to me have been negative. I do want to end this with a little Taylor Swift, um, Travis Kelsey um, chat. I am totally, completely caught up in this whole romance. So he's the tight end for the Chiefs. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's his position. Um, and of course, she's fucking Taylor Swift. Um, so she is like, she is on top of the world right now. Like everybody loves Taylor. I never really cared about her that much. Now I love her. I've, I'm totally sucked into the whole thing. I'm loving a bunch of her songs. I think I love at least 10 songs now, maybe even 11. I have a Taylor Swift playlist on my Spotify now. Um, and I mean, are you ready for it? That boom, boom, boom. Oh my God. They did, somebody did a collection of like, um, of Nick Bosa from the 49ers. He's a very muscular man. He's 25. Um, very nice thighs. <laughs> and someone put together like a compilation of some of his videos, like while he's like on the field doing his like warmups and stuff to that song. <gasps> it's amazing what music and video, when you put them to get to, together, like the marriage of the two can like, or like, bring up feelings for you. I mean, I think I watched it a thousand times and it made me fall in love with Nick Bosa. Um, and then, okay, so then there's Taylor. So they play last week, right? The Chiefs. I guess Travis had thrown it out there because Arrowhead, Arrowhead Stadium Arrowhead Stadium is where she has played. That's where he plays, right? Because this is, right? This is where the Chiefs play, I think. I think I have this right. He said something about... I see you've rocked the house at Arrowhead or something to that effect. And I think you need to come see me rock the house at Arrowhead. Like that was his invitation to come see him play. And I guess he, I guess he gave her a friendship bracelet. Cause you know, she's really big on these bracelets and stuff. I mean, her rocking the house. Is, well, I mean, it's a little bit different than his, but still, I mean, it's just, it's all about her, right? The chiefs, it's all about many people. But anyways, he said, you know, you should come see me. So yes, this last Sunday, she went to the game and she's in the box, you know, up above, uh, the sky box or whatever with his mom, <laughs> like <laughs> too soon. I don't know. So she's hanging out with mom. And then of course, Mahomes made sure, cause he even said he made sure that he made, you know, threw one to Kelsey and that, or Travis. And so he could, you know, do his dance and yeah, Taylor was very excited. You know, I totally meant to eat my edible when I started this podcast. I forgot I'm having 10 milligrams. So I will sleep like a baby. Um, anyways, so yeah, she does like a chest bump with probably one of her security guards and she's jumping up. Like she has great, she's acting insane. Like they just won the Super Bowl. It was one touchdown and they were already winning. So it was cute. There is a shot. We don't know a hundred percent, but it looks like he's searching for her on the field. Like he's looking up, like he's trying to find her in the skybox. And then it looks like he found her. And then the look on his face is like a little sweet boy. I mean, it is adorable. He has all of a sudden has like a cute little smile on his face. Like he saw the girl. We have footage of them leaving the locker room area down below together, not holding hands, just like leaving together. And then there was a video I saw on TikTok of them being, they're like in his convertible purple, I don't know what it is, a Cadillac. I don't know what the hell it is, but some purple car. Um, it sounded kind of loud and 
it's a special car. You know, it's like a, a fixed up, souped up old car, I think. Um, anyways, and then there's, we get one shot at them, shot of them. A couple days later, it ends up in the, like, on, uh, <coughs> online. One little piece just got caught in the back of my throat. Um, where you just see, like, her arm around them, kind of, they look like they're having a great old time wherever they were at an after party. And everyone can't stop talking about it. It's the best thing ever. And so I looked it up. Why is this so exciting? It's so exciting because Taylor's 33. Taylor is not a young 20-something-year-old anymore dating stupid little boy bands. She's dating a man. He's 33 also. She's dating an NFL football player. This is totally different. This is a whole new league of man, and it's very exciting. Because the funny thing is about Taylor is she still looks like she's about 18. Like, she really does. Everything about her, she's so simple. Like, the little short bangs and the hair is like, nothing's really like overdone. She is very simple, you know? It's like, it's like she just put on a little lipstick and some mascara for this game. I mean, I don't think the girl has ever, you know, she doesn't do like the crazy eyelashes and like all of the extravagant makeup and uh, like even like my hair is more done than hers is. It's just very simple. So she's kind of a girl next door, but she is, uh, worth millions and she's I think she they said she's worth like 25 times what he's worth which is maybe I don't know intimidating for him who knows maybe not but um I think they're adorable and I think it's hysterical all the different like TikToks that are coming up about her you know gonna be writing a song about him soon as soon as they break up and all of that but I really do hope that it goes on for a little while. It's fun. It's really fun. It's fun to hear him gush about it on his podcast. He's really being careful about what he says because it's all going to bite him in the ass when this ends. But hopefully he's thinking about that. Maybe it won't end, but you know, <laughs> odds are. And a lot of people keep saying that she's been with so many guys. Who gives a shit? She's allowed to. Like, let her be. Let her have fun. She is the queen and she's allowed to be with how many dudes she wants to. Like, of course. What, she's supposed to limit herself to like three guys or something. I mean, she is 33. So, and maybe she wants to have kids someday. So she's got to kiss a lot of frogs until she finds the right one. So that is it. I'm going to um, wrap this up and I'm looking forward to this next week. Like I said, I've got a fun weekend coming up and um, hopefully see that teacher soon too. Okay, guys, you have a great week yourself. Love you all. Thank you for listening. I'm going to say goodbye on my podcast. Goodbye on the podcast. Bye-bye. If you'd like to be notified for any of my upcoming podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you'd like to help this girl out, then please rate, review, and share my show. Thanks, guys.